Welcome to the Christian Worship Center podcast. We pray that this message encourages you and inspires you. Visit us online at www.cwcsj.org for service times and directions. You ever have God do something in your life that you weren't looking for, but you really needed at the moment where he speaks something? Isn't God amazing that he would do that for us, that right when you feel like there's no hope or there's no answer, or there's no solution or there's no way out, you can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. God does something amazing and speaks something into your heart that you really need. And this morning, I want to speak to you on the season of return. Songs of Solomon, chapter 2, verse 10 through 13, it says this, My beloved spoke and said to me, Rise up, my love, my fair one, and come away. For lo, the winter is past, the rain is over and gone, the flowers appear on the earth, and the time of singing has come, and the voice of the turtle doves are heard in the land. The fig tree puts forth their green figs, and the vines with their tender grapes give a good smell. Rise up, my love, my fair one, and come away. Let's pray. Father, I ask this morning... God, that you would help me to speak life. God, you would help me to speak, Father God, a word that would do something to the season that we're in, Father. I pray that you would help me to stir up the stagnant waters in our life. God, I pray that you would help me to bring hope this morning. In Jesus' matchless name, we all say, amen. amen. You may be seated. Songs of Solomon 2, 13, 10, chapter 2, verses 10 through 13, tells of a story, and if you kind of could put yourself into this, when you hear the writer write something like this, how many of you know that the person that the writer is writing to has just come out of something crazy? Have you ever gone through a season that you wish would just end right now? Something in life that you wish would just be done away with? Something that would be, you know, would quickly come to an end? And, and the more you pray that it would come to an end, it seems that the longer that it goes on, the harder it gets. You know, they, they say when it rains, it, right? It, it seems like when, when it gets tough, it's like, man, that, God, I know that I could take a lot, but I don't know if I could take all this. And the, the writer says, my beloved spoke and said to me, rise up, my love, my fair one, and come away with me. And, and if I just stop there this morning, I think that spoke enough to your life right now. I think that God is letting you know this morning that although you may be in a season in your life, he's about to bring you out of that season in your life. But you have to be faithful right now to trust that he's still God even when you can't feel him. Isn't that amazing? That as believers, there are seasons that we go through that we can't hear God. Maybe I'm just speaking to myself this morning. Seasons we go through that we can't feel God. Everyone else around us is getting blessed. You read your Bible and they used to put goosebumps down your back and now you can't even get a little pimple on your hands. You used to, you know, raise your hand and feel the presence of God and now you're fighting to say, God, are you even in the building? And the only evidence that you know that God's in the building is because you look at your neighbor and you see tears streaming down their face and you get jealous but excited that God's here with you but you can't feel him Right now at this time, you see this morning I want to talk to you about the season I believe that we've entered into or are entering into. You see, for so long it seemed that there was nothing but loss that was taking place. People were losing their jobs, their houses, their loved ones, things that belonged to you were withheld from you. It seemed that the more faithful you were, the harder it got. I don't know if I'm talking to anybody's situation this morning. 
faithful to God. I'm not talking that you were rebellious. I mean, if we could trace this thing back, you were rebellious and in sin. Okay, now we could kind of trace that. But I'm talking about the faithful ones of God, the one that shows up in the morning, the one that seeks after God during the week, the one that wants God really bad is the one that's not feeling God at the moment. The one where you begin to question, God, are you still with me or have you left me? You see, over the last couple of weeks, I've come across a few stories that I needed to read because they spoke directly to my life because the sermon that I speak to you this morning wasn't a sermon that I prepared for you this morning. It was something that God spoke to me that I needed at the moment, and I think it'll do something for you. You see, there's a story that some of you are familiar with because you might have read it on Facebook of a flag that flew over someone's house on the 4th of July. This flag flew flew very high, and they only flew it at the 4th of July time. On the 5th of July, a family woke up to find that the flag that flew over their house was stolen. But you got to understand, this wasn't just any American flag. This wasn't just a flag that you could go down to Walmart and to replace. This was a flag that was presented to a family of a firefighter who lost his life at 9-11. And so the family is devastated. They're upset. How could someone come in and steal something so precious to them that they flew in honor of their loved one on the 4th of July? They didn't understand, so they got upset, and this is what they did. They posted it on Facebook. Two days later, they wake up, and on the porch is a flag folded as if it was being presented at a military, a military funeral with a note on it that said, I'm sorry, I had no idea. Please take the flag back. There was another story of an individual who 20 years ago had a business and someone embezzled money from his business. They knew who it was, but they couldn't prove that that person took it. 20 years goes by and he receives a check in the mail for the amount that was stolen from him at that time with another note that said, I'm sorry, I want to get things right and let me pay you back for what has taken place. And yet another story of a farmer who was was farming it and filling the silos with grain that he had just harvested. And as he's doing so, he bends over and his iPhone falls into the silo. Now he knows he's not getting the iPhone back. But it wasn't the iPhone that he was worried about as much as it was the information on the iPhone. You see, it was the only pictures that he had of his daughter's wedding. Things you can't get back. So the next day he goes out and he buys a new phone and time goes by, eight months to be exact. And he gets a call that his phone has been located in China. And they're sending it back to him, and he gets it back, and all the information is there, all the pictures are there, and everything's there. And then something struck in my spirit, and God says, I want you to understand that through these stories, I'm letting you know something. That what's been taken, what's been withheld, what seems for so long that's been gone for so long, I'm returning back to you, and I want you to know that you're entering into your season of return this morning. I want to speak that into your life, and if I stopped there and did an altar call, we would probably flood the altars because we have people here this morning that have been praying for a breakthrough, but all you've been getting is breakdown. We have people that have been praying for loved ones, and all that's been taking place is that the loved ones have been pulling further away. You've been praying for a miracle, and it's been getting worse. You've been asking God to bring it out, and it seems like he's bringing you further in. But I want to let you know this morning. 
Your season of return is upon you. It's upon you. Things that are owed to you, the season of them coming to you is upon you. There's things that you need more now in this season that you've ever needed in your life. You've asked for them in other seasons, but God withheld it from you because there is a purpose from him withholding it from you. But God's about to release something back into your life. And it's not just something that, that it's not something that is brand new. It's something that's withheld from you that belongs to you. You see, but in order to have a season of return, that means you had to have gone through a season of takeaway. A season where everything is stripped. I don't know if you've ever woken up and felt like you were living your life through the book of Job. God, I've served you faithfully. God, I've been a faithful servant to you, and it seems like the more faithful I am to you, the harder this thing is getting. You've taken my family, taken my livestock, You've taken my health, stripped everything away, and it feels like a lot of us are asking God, I've been so faithful, but it seems like you've been so faithless. You see, I think it's okay to approach God in that manner. I think it's okay to approach God with that kind of boldness. The Bible says to boldly approach his throne. Well, understand this, that sometimes the boldness that you got, when you approach somebody bold, it's not always with good news. Sometimes you approach God and your only thing in prayer that you say is, God, why me? Why me? God, I've done everything. I've surrendered my life to you, God. I've given all over to you. I've been faithful. I've been faithful in church. Look at these people that are, that are down the street or people that I know that aren't living right or are faking the funk in church, and I know that they don't have a great relationship with you. Why does it seem like they are prospering and here I am faithful and it feels like I'm failing? I don't know if I'm speaking to anybody this morning. Seems like things are being taken away. Joel chapter 1, verses 1 through 4 says this, The word of the Lord came to Joel and the son of Pethul. Hear this, you elders, and give ear, all you inhabitants of the land. Has anything like this happened in your days or even in the days of your fathers? Tell your children about it. Let your children tell their children and their children another generation. What the, chew, what the chewing locusts left, the swarming locusts have eaten. What the swarming locust left, the crawling locust has eaten. And what the crawling locust has left, the consuming locust has eaten. There's nothing left anymore, God. You've asked for it all. I have nothing left to give you. My peace feels like it's gone. My bank account's empty. My joy is stripped. My health feels like it's down to nothing. My kids are going crazy. My family's in shambles. I'm losing my job. My house isn't even secure anymore. And we've gone through a season of takeaway. You see, there's times where you've done everything right, yet got all the wrong results. You've read the instructions over and over and over again. To find out that you're putting it together right, but it's not operating the way it's supposed to. 
Is something missing? Is something going on? Did they forget to give me a part? Did I read something wrong in the Bible? God, am I doing something wrong? If I am, correct me because I want to get it right. I I don't know if I'm speaking to you this morning, but I'm speaking to myself. God, what in the world is taking place? Maybe that would have been a better title for the sermon, God. What in the world's happening? What's going on? We're speaking of these great things that take place in the body of Christ, God, I'm not feeling it right now. I get excited when the pastor preached, but I'm I'm not feeling that. I don't see the results. I see it. I tithe, but yet I feel like I'm ending up broke in the end. What is going on, God? Pray for your loved ones and they get further away. You were next in line for a promotion and someone who had less time than you gets the position. You're believing for a miracle And things seem to get just a little worse. You see, but the good thing about seasons is that they don't last forever. You see, every season has a reason behind it. If you never went through a winter in life, your summer would never be enjoyable. Understand that if there was never water to water your plants in life, if there was never anything, you would never be able to eat of the fruit of the labor in your summer seasons. Understand that every season that you go through has a reason. Even your season of takeaway, God is doing something with inside of your life when you don't even see God or feel God or hear God or can taste Him or feel Him through the Word or you, you, you pray and you don't feel anything. God is still doing something in your life. He's still doing something to produce something out of you. God hasn't forgot about you. He's taken you somewhere. You see, every season that you face has a reason to it. But I got a question for you. What have you learned from this season that you've came out of? What knowledge have you gained from the season that you've come out of, what have you gained from what you've been through? What, what knowledge? You see, if you don't come out smarter, then what's going to take place is you're going to stay in the season a little longer. There's a lesson to be learned within the season that you're facing right now. And if you would just learn to go through your seasons faithfully. There's the key. Pastor Nick, what's the key to making it through? It's staying faithful. When I can't feel God. It's staying faithful when I can feel God. You see, if you could learn to dance and rejoice before you get the breakthrough, when you dance and rejoice because of the breakthrough, all oh, that dance is going to be so much better because you've worked so much harder for that breakthrough. If you can learn and dance and shout and praise God when things are real low, man, your celebration when you get to the top is going to be so exciting. People are going to say, what in the world is going on with you? You don't understand. I prayed and I danced and I believed God and nothing took place. And all of a sudden one day, bam, breakthrough happened. What was held back from me now got returned to me. People are apologize that did me wrong knowing that I didn't even do anything wrong it's your season of return but you have to learn to be faithful in the season that you're at right now what have you learned from the season that you're in or coming out of right now there's a lesson understand if you don't pass the fourth grade and you go into the fifth grade there's no you're you're gonna miss something in between there what are you doing different because of the knowledge that you've gained from your season. 
How do you conduct yourself differently? You guys ever see that commercial? It's of the Ritz cracker. It's kind of funny, but they, they take the Ritz cracker and they're, or the cheese there, and, 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 and they, uh, they're giving it some kind of exam, and the doctor's there with his little notepad, and they're asking, and the cheese at the very beginning is cracking all these jokes, and everything's funny to him, and he says, still not ready, still not ready. still. You, you know what I'm talking about? And I think that's how we are in some of our seasons. Some of us are in our seasons, yet we're acting still immature. You're repeating the same things and doing the same things over and over and over again. And you're wondering, why isn't this season ending? Because you haven't learned a lesson in the season yet. And so you have, to, you, you, you have to be aged. You have to be seasoned. Listen, if you're still doing the same ignorant things that you did in the season before, if you came through a season of brokenness and now God's given you a season of plenty and you're still living life like money just kind of grows on trees, guess what? You will bring yourself back into the season season of brokenness. What knowledge have you learned? What have you gained from the season that you've come out of? Well, Pastor Nick, it was a tough season, but it taught you something. Did it bring your family closer together? Because it should have. Did it draw you closer to the cross or did you fall away from God? It should have drew you closer to the cross. Did maturity come out of the season that you came out of? And then has the season caught your attention? I don't know about you, but when things go crazy in my life, it captures my attention. Hold on, God. This is not normal. You ever have your dummy lights go on on your dashboard and you ignore it? And then your car breaks down and you wonder why it broke down? And then a big light flashes on your dashboard that says, dummy? You didn't pay attention to what was going on in your car. And a lot of us don't pay attention to what's going on in our life. Has your season captured your attention? Has God captured your attention through the season that you're going through right now? God, why is everything being taken away? Why does everything seem harder when I'm more faithful than I ever have been before? There's something to be captured through that season. You see, what you learn in one season is vitally important to the next season that you go to in life. But your ability to trust God and to be faithful in a season of takeaway will determine when you enter into your season of return. Hear me out. Your ability to stay faithful in your season when nothing is going right, when nothing is going good. Understand, it's easy to praise God when money is flowing into your bank account, when you see God moving in your life, when you come to church and the, and the pastor prays for you and you feel goosebumps and tears and everyone's loving on you, but can you still be faithful when you still call someone from the church and ain't nobody answering their phone, the pastor's on vacation, everybody seems to be, where's everybody when I need them? Listen, everybody's gone, but God is still there. Can you still be faithful in that season? If you only love God in the good times, I got some news for you. You will face some hard, hard times in your life. I faced some harder season in my life serving God than I probably would have outside of serving God. You feel it more when you're serving God than when you're not serving God. Because you understand what it is to be under the covering of blessing and what it is to feel the presence of God. And when that's taken away from your life, you recognize that real quick. It's like wearing a parka on a snowy day out there. You're nice and warm and someone steals that jacket from you. You will instantly recognize how cold it really is. 
When you're operating under the covering of God and all the blessings are flowing in and everything goes and everything's nice and easy, man, this is loving God right now. Church is the best thing that could have ever happened to me. The pastor's messages are amazing. But what happens when one Sunday you don't feel moved by the worship? And the pastor's message went from being amazing to offensive. Your car broke down. You got a flat tire on the way to church. Kids all of a sudden are rebelling and bills are coming in that you didn't even know you had. You got a call that so-and-so was sick and in the hospital. Do you still love God at the moment? Can you still be faithful to God at the moment? Can you still trust God at the moment? Your ability to be faithful to God in your season of takeaway will determine when you enter into your season of return. And those of you that have entered into your season of return, you know exactly what I'm talking about. When you give and you still end up not blessed, can you still be faithful? When you pray and it seems like things have gone a little deeper, can you still be faithful? When you're trusting and it feels like things aren't being heard or taken care of, can you still be faithful? Can you still wake up and say, to God be the glory? You see, when I can't find tangible things to be thankful for in my life, I thank God that I'm breathing. When I can't find things, and when, when I look at the bank account and it seems like it's a little lower and I got a little more bills, when I look at it and say, man, I need tires on the car again. I ain't got the money for that, man. This broke down, that broke down. The dishwasher went kaput. The dog got sick. The kid broke their arm. Lord knows I ain't got money for all that stuff. Can you still say, but to God be the glory. You see, that's the difference between a mature and an immature Christian. You know that seasons don't last forever, but when you're in a season and you're immature, all of a sudden, God, you forsake me. God, I'm not serving you anymore. I want nothing to do with you, but when you understand that, God, you know what? I've been through this before, and I know you've been faithful to me then. God, I know you'll be faithful to me now. When you can't feel the faithfulness or see the faithfulness of God in your life at the present moment, turn around and look backwards and see what he's brought you from and where he's brought you to. And then remind yourself this one thing, that if he's been faithful then, that was a hard time. And he brought me here. And he was faithful there. And that was a, man, that was a crazy time in my life. God, I don't feel you right now. But I do know this one thing, that my past with you is great enough evidence in my life to show that you didn't leave me then, and I know that you're not going to leave me now. That's when you will find yourself at the moments entering into your season of return. You see, it's not that God has left you, and it's not that he's forgot about you. It simply wasn't the season yet. Although the fruit might look ripe on the tree, if you pick an immature fruit, the same fruit that would have stayed on that tree a little longer and ripened up is so sweet, but that same fruit picked immature is bitter. It don't taste good. Looks good, but it don't taste good. 
Some of you, I need to spend a little more time connected to the vine. Get in the nutrients of what God's doing until you're ready to be picked and moved into the next season of your life. Stay connected to the vine because that's where you get your light from. You see, we went through our season of takeaway, but God's entering into our season of return. Joel chapter 2, verse 24 through 27 says this, Then the threshing, the threshing floor shall be full of wheat, and the vats shall overflow with new wine and oil. So I will restore to you the years that the swarming locusts have eaten, the crawling locusts and the consuming locusts and the chewing locusts, my great army which I sent among you. You shall eat in plenty and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God who has dwelt wondrously with you. And my people shall never be put to shame. Then you shall know that I am in the midst of Israel. I am the Lord your God and there is no other my people will never be put to shame. Understand this, when you're faithful to God, God will be even greater than faithful to you in this season and bring you into a season of return. Why? Because you are his child. Because you belong to him. The Bible says that you will never be put to shame. You see, those of you who have lost time worrying, your season of return is upon you. Those who have lost health to sickness, God's returning something back to you. Those who have lost loved ones in sin, God's returning them back to you. Those who are, who are old things that something is being withheld from you, God's bringing that into your life right now. Those who have lost money, the season of return is upon you. Those who have suffered a loss of a loved one and you feel lonely right now, the season of return is upon you. This is your season of return. His people will never, ever be put to shame. Understand, God's got your back. God's got your back this morning. I wanted to come here to remind you this morning that although you may not feel him right now, he's bringing you into a season where he's going to reveal himself to you more in that season than he ever has in your entire life. Mama and Daddy, you've been praying for children that have been gone for a long time. Been seeking after God one day, soon. Your kids are going to be sitting next to you worshiping. And your worship will be so much greater. Your worship will be so much greater because you learned to praise God when they weren't even near God. When they were in the pits of hell, but you dug through the ashes of hell to reach your kid out and said, not on my watch are you going there. I will bring you out. Why? Because you've been praying for them. You've been seeking God for them. Those that have had something withheld from you, you, you a settlement that's owed to you today, something that's being withheld to you, God says, I've withheld it for the perfect moment. perfect moment in your life. I could get someone to help me out on the keyboard. You see, there's moments that you've prayed for things that you didn't receive it. It's moments that you asked God and really cried and plead for God and yet didn't see a return on things because it wasn't the perfect moment yet. There's been times where we've been promised money as me and my wife and things didn't come in at the time that we needed them. We're saying, oh man, we could have really used it. But then another season came into our life where we needed the money a whole lot more than, than we did. And God brought the money at that time. Why? Because God knows what you need more than you know what you need. He's withheld something. He's withholding something so that he could release it in the perfect season in the perfect moment in your life. You see, today it's my job 
as a pastor to release this word to you. I've completed my task. But it's your job as believers to believe the word and to work it and to put it into action. You see, you want the key to making the word of God work for you? It's to believe that all things will happen when they said it would happen. You might be in a season of lack right now. You might be in a season of takeaway right now in your life. You might be at a place right now in your life and you're saying, Pastor Nick, I've heard that song before. Records worn out from being played so much. Been there, got the t-shirt, done that. Let's move on to another message now. Can you just believe this time? It's all I'm asking for. You see, I didn't promise you or give you false hope today. I didn't say that after this sermon that everything's going to happen. I didn't say when you go to your car, there's going to be money across your dashboard. I didn't, you know, you're, you, you most likely, or maybe you will, you might get a call from your children and your child today. Say, man, what, something happened at like 1031, man. Something took place and I felt God and I repented in the middle of the street. That might not take place today. You, you, you might go to work tomorrow and you know what? Someone else is sitting at the desk that you should have had with your promotion. It, they might not have switch the name tag and say, you know, we made a mistake. We overlooked something. And I'm not promising you that. What I am promising you is this. That my people will never, ever be put to shame. So I close with this. My beloved spoke and said to me, rise up, my love, my fair one, and come away. For lo, your winter is past. The rain is over and gone, and the flowers are now appearing in your garden. The time of season is, the, the, the time of singing has come, and the voices of the turtle doves are heard in the land. The, f- the fig tree puts forth her green figs, and the vines with the tender grapes give a good smell. Rise up, my love, my fair one, and come away. Because your season of return is right behind you. And pretty soon it's going to pass you up. And it's going to call you forth into it. And what's been withheld, God's unlocking right now in your life. Stay faithful. Even though it seems like the boat's going down. Stay faithful, although you got bill collectors calling you. Stay faithful, although you got a bad report from the doctor. Stay faithful, although your child seems like they've gotten deeper into this thing. Stay faithful, although it seems like things are getting worse. Stay faithful when it feels like you're giving and nothing's coming back. Stay faithful to God because your faithfulness in this season will determine when you enter into your season of return. If you would this morning, bow your heads and close your eyes with me. Thank you for downloading this message. For more information on our church, visit us at www.cwcsj.org.